Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. If you've been listening to our stories, you know I'm passionate about Oklahoma music history. Here in Oklahoma, we have so many talented music makers and musically historical places. But so do other states. When I can, I'd like to explore other states' music history. This is my discovery of Muscle Shoals' Trinity of Music. Stand by for the story. I am a music and music history junkie for which there is no known 12-step program. When I can, I take a discovery road trip. This is about my most recent. I'm in Alabama traveling on Highway 20, also known as Alternate 72. I roll into the small town of Tuscumbia, Alabama. This is where I began my discovery of Muscle Shoals Musical Trinity. I started on the south side of the highway. That's where I found the Alabama Music Hall of Fame. The Alabama Music Hall of Fame's mission statement is honoring all styles of music and dedicated to the preservation and celebration of Alabama's musicians and the state's great musical heritage. Upon entering the hall, I was overwhelmed by the gold record awards belonging to famous Alabama artists on their walls. As I moved further into the Hall of Fame through the very cool jukebox arch, I spied portraits of their famous musicians and singer Hall of Fame inductees. Covering these walls were portraits of Hank Williams, Williams, Nat King Cole, Sam Phillips, Sonny James, W.C. Handy, Dinah Washington, Tammy Wynette, Jimmy Rogers, Percy Sledge, the band members of Alabama, Lionel Richie, Martha Reeves, Wilson Pickett, Jim Neighbors, Emmy Lou Harris, and Wet Willie, just to name a few. My real surprise came when I passed through the archway of lists, naming famous Alabama artists who haven't yet been inducted into their Hall of Fame. Then I ran into the Whip Pierce convertible. It would be the proud possession of anyone who loves their ride being blinged out. To my surprise, they had enshrined a complete tour bus that belonged to the supergroup Alabama. Now walking through it, I was struck by the thought, while it must be the best way for a band to travel to gigs, it wasn't the most glamorous way to travel. I saw an old guitar that Jimmy Rogers had bartered to an auto mechanic somewhere in Tennessee in exchange for work on his old car just so he could continue on his musical journey. I also saw Jimmy Rogers' Masonic petition, which was proof he was from Alabama. And being a Mason Schreiner myself, I really found that interesting. There were statues of Hank Williams and Lionel Richie and others and there was just so much more. There's just too much to try to describe here but it's certainly worth your time to explore this wonderful place. I had the opportunity to meet one of the owners. She was so very nice and accommodating. The lady who was manning the merchandise area couldn't have been nicer. She was so helpful providing directions to the other two pieces of my musical discovery adventure. And I got a hug. Onward, a couple of miles up the road to Fame Recording Studio. I learned the studio's name, Fame, actually stands for Florence, Alabama Music Enterprises. It was founded in the 50s by Rick Hall, who is widely considered the founder of the Muscle Shoals sound. In the Muscle Shoals award-winning documentary, it features Rick Hall, the Muscle Shoals rhythm section, also known as the Swampers, and the Muscle Shoals sound. All originally the house session players 
at Fame. Some of the music recorded at Fame is legendary. Greg Allman's final album, Southern Blood, was recorded at Fame in 2016. In 1975, Oklahoma's own Elvin Bishop recorded his monster hit, Fooled Around and Fell in Love at Fame. Tolson J.J. Kale also made the trip to Florence, Alabama to record at Fame. Other artists who recorded at Fame include Donnie Osmond, Jerry Reed, the Gatlin Brothers, Mac Davis, Wilson Pickett, Bobby Gentry, Sawyer Brown, Tony Joe White, Leonard Skinner, Paul Simon, Joe Cocker, Julian Lennon, and the Rolling Stones, just to name drop a few special artists. They tell a funny story about Dwayne Allman. In 1968, he pitched a tent in the parking lot just to be closer to the recording sessions going on at Fame. Soon, he befriended both Rick Hall and Wilson Pickett. During a lunch break, he taught Wilson Pickett to play Hey Jude. Their version of Hey Jude was recorded with Allman playing the lead guitar. After hearing the session recordings, the people at Atlantic Records began asking who played the guitar solos. In a handwritten note, Hall responded to the record executives. It read, Some hippie cat that's living in the parking lot. Shortly afterward, Allman was offered a recording contract. Auditions for Allman Brothers Band were also held at fame. It said that Allman loved the area and often returned to Shoals for session work. Now, Wilson Pickett's cover of Hey Jude is an important piece of music history. It reached number 13 on Billboard's R&B singles chart, and his album, named Hey Jude, charted 23 on Billboard's Top 200. It's also important because it was the beginning of Dwayne Allman's musical career. Because of his work on the recording, he was signed by Atlantic Records for session work. It was his guitar work on the record that got Eric Clapton's attention to offer Allman a place in the band Derek and the Dominoes. It's also widely said that Allman's guitar stylings on that recording was the beginning of Southern Rock. If you haven't heard this very masterful and soulful rendition of Hey Jude by Wilson Pickett, do yourself a favor and listen to it soon. It's important to note that Fame is still a fully functional recording studio today. Others of note who have recently recorded there include Drive-By Truckers, Jason Isbell, Tim McGraw, The Dixie Chick, George Strait, Martina McBride, and Kenny Chesney. I moved a few miles over to the final leg of my musical Trinity discovery, to Muscle Shoals Sound Studio. Muscle Shoals Sound Studio was founded in 1969 by four members of the Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section, also known as the Swampers, who were formerly session players at Fame Studios. The founders of the studio were Barry Beckett on keyboards, Roger Hawkins on drums, Jimmy Johnson on guitar, and David Hood on bass. The Swampers were immortalized in these lyrics written by Ronnie Van Zant of Leonard Skinner in the song Sweet Home Alabama, where he sings, Say it along with me. Now Muscle Shoals has got the Swampers, and they've been known to pick a song or two. Lord, they get me off so much, they pick me up when I'm feeling blue. How about you? I have Sweet Home Alabama as my ringtone on my phone. You gotta see the looks I get and the smiles when someone calls me and I'm in Walmart. The studio was located at 3614 Jackson Highway in Sheffield, Alabama. Now here's a little bit of trivia. The four musicians were able to put the studio together with startup funding provided by Jerry Wexler. The story goes that during a famed recording session of Aretha Franklin, Wexler, Aretha Franklin's music producer, was present 
when Aretha was the victim of an unwanted sexual innuendo by a musician who was in the employ of fame. Upon hearing of the event, Rick Hall immediately fired the musician and went to apologize to Aretha, her husband, and Wexler. Somehow a fight ensued, and it's my opinion that's what created Wexler's motivation to provide the startup money to the Swampers. But you know, it appeared that there was enough music and muscle shoals to keep both studios in full operation. The first hit for the new studio was R.B. Greaves' monster hit, Take a Letter Maria. Other artists who recorded there include the Rolling Stones, Glenn Fry, Aretha Franklin, George Michael, Wilson Pickett, Willie Nelson, Leonard Skinner, Levon Helm, Bob Seger, Rod Stewart, Cher, and Cat Stevens, just to name a few. Here's an interesting note. The Alabama Tourism Department named Muscle Shoals Sound Studio Alabama's 2017 Top Tourist Attraction. On the way back to Oklahoma, I was thinking about other musical history sites I've visited over the years and those that I still need to add to my bucket list. I hope your travels take you to Tuscumbia, Alabama one day. If you have an idea of a place you think I need to add to my musical adventure bucket list, hey, please let me know via our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page or our website. Take three. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends Podcast. Help us spread the word. Tell your friends our podcast can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, and on Google Music Play. Many of our podcasts are available on our Oklahoma Music Legends YouTube channel. Also available on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Take a minute to cruise through our picture gallery, or hey, drop us a line. Stay current by liking our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.